0: This is At-Risk Radio. Welcome to At-Risk Radio. At-Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here today with David Witt, and David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Uh, David, we're starting a new series today talking about the persecuted church in India, and specifically what's happening with Pastor Singh and his ministry. But before we get too far in this talk about India, now, you never wanted to go to India in the first place, did you? you, What was your hesitation about going to India?
1: Yeah, well, you know, and again, Mark, I think, you know, so the listening audience knows we're and organizing this whole interview around the book I just came out with that called God's global grace movement. As I mm-hmm. began to just share the observations I had of what God has done the last 10 years in India and now how that's impacting the world. And so for the next few sessions, we'll be unpacking some of the high points from the book and, um, talking about just how it paints the influence. Now that India is mm-hmm. bringing to the world and the revival that's going on there and the lives being changed. Um, so straight out of chapter one here, um, I do. Uh, I am able to introduce the really surprise for me to, uh, for uh, SOM International getting involved with India. It really wasn't on my radar mm-hmm. because, to be frank with you, Mark, um, I feel like a little person. You know, I mean, we are in the scheme of things, we're a little ministry trying to do our part. Right. I had been to India a couple of times before and immediately had experienced and felt the, uh, Certainly the physical poverty of India, which is just massive when you just see uh, thousands and thousands of people uh, living in shanties and um, and right. just the filth everywhere and, 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 all, and all the infrastructure issues going on there, but also right. um, was the spiritual poverty. And so I thought, you know, my mind, I literally remember saying... Uh, Lord, India is a spiritual black hole. Both physically, you know, and for spiritual needs, we're a small ministry. Uh, don't ever lead us right. to go there, you know.
0: <laughs> so so the And yet here you are. Yes. In in God's holy humor, He's like, that's exactly where I'm going to send you. Yeah. <laughs> India is the place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So little did I know God's sense of humor in 2008 when I was praying that and thinking about that. And and so God, in His uh, divine Sovereign grace there and sense of humor puts mm-hmm. us on the path that I, one of our partners in 2010 connects with Pastor Singh. And through a series of all kinds of events that we'll get a little more detailed later, right. we're able to connect. And one of the first things that Pastor Singh uh, really introduced me to knowing him was he's a little man and he's a little man of stature he played on that but a little man of power because you know he talks about how he's from low caste a poor village a poor family uneducated family and totally godless didn't know the lord at all uh knew only hinduism and all the gods and how lo- the lord had spotted him had pursued him uh healed him supernaturally and ultimately lifted up him to lead this global impacting ministry that's brought in the last 10 years phenomenal revival to uh, India. And so that's kind of my, my first taste of really seeing something supernatural happen there in India.
0: So you've been in India for a number of years now, and it started fairly small, and it's grown up pretty big. Exactly how big has the ministry grown?
1: Well, yeah, in the last 10 years, and Mark, by the way, this is our 10-year anniversary of being in India, so it's very significant. Significant. Ten years, we've seen now um, just about a million Indians respond to Christ, and majority of them now are walking in fellowship, discipleship, connected mm-hmm. to fellowships, uh, little little churches throughout these unreached areas all through uh, India. That actually represents—we get in the numbers later—over forty thousand churches uh, they've been out to plant.
0: That's incredible.
1: Yeah, it's just amazing. I never thought. I would ever live to see anything like that, and, and so I think what I one of the first things that I from chapter one that I really felt like got put upon my heart to really identify kind of my story and observation of seeing India for a keyhole, right? I mean, India is diverse, There's, everybody's going to have a different experience. Right. I'm just sharing my experience, but one thing that really comes to the highlight is mm. that God loves little people. And, and, and you know, I've always felt like a little person. I'm I'm a dyslexic. You know, my my sixth grade teacher told me that told my parents they they he always thought I'd be an average student and never go to college. Well, the the day that I graduated from college with honors my parents were weeping because they never gave up on me. You know, and I've, and I've seen how God's helped me overcome and now even an author of a few books. When God's evolved, it changes the equation mm-hmm. to from what our resources are to his resources. And I think our Indian brothers and sisters have really shown us that
0: yeah that's right well you had the chance to hang out with Richard Wormbrand and his wife uh Sabrina tell me a little bit about how you came into contact with with them and how well I'll talk about how that connects to India here in a minute but how did you get in contact with uh Richard Wormbrand and Sabrina
1: well yeah again heroes uh of me Richard and Sabina yeah and uh Sabina they, Sabina, Sabina yeah oh my gosh I said that
0: and properly oh
1: no problem they have so much grace they would not be offended uh some of the most gracious (laughs) loving people i've ever met real spiritual heroes for me and um, and so I at the latter years with the Worm brands, I, I was able to know during my years I served at the ministry at the voice of the martyrs and wonderful years and wonderful ministry and, and so much of our roots that we were able to get launched here, spirit of martyrdom. And Sabina was an example of love and truly for the little people. Now remember, again, the little people is little in status, in power, not really in stature, although obviously Pastor Singh plays on he's little in stature, but um, but, you know, God is Sabina Wormbrand always used to go like to the hotels we were with or when we had conferences and she'd say, OK, take the stack of book and give it to all the hotel workers, give it to the housekeeping, give it to the clerks. And I saw she would always look for the people who were more shy, uh, maybe not the most outgoing, and she would engage them and energize them. And so one time I was at their house and the one of the board members actually for The Voice of the Martyrs was there and. He asked Sabina as he was leaving, said, Sabina, we have a difficult issue that the board's having to tackle tonight as I'm in a meeting. Do you have any wisdom that I could pass on to the board? And just with her wonderful, deep look, she always had such rich insight. She responded back, you know, remember the little people and ask the little people, because many times the little people have your answer. And man, that rung in my heart. I never forgot that story. It was so profound that I begin to just meditate on that and see that, how if we really listen and look for the little people to get involved, many times the answer will rise to the top because God uses humble people. And in God when is, the scripture says that he's gonna confound the wisdom of this age with the uh the you with the humble you know and and he's opposed to the proud but gracious to the humble and so i think there is something about the little people god loves the orphans the widows you know the oppressed the persecuted and so the india work exemplifies god exalted Uh, You're the little
0: people. You know, I think what we see with the work that's in India is this is with the lowest caste. And and as far as their influence is concerned, they are the littlest people. They're people that are often uh, forgotten, the untouchables. And yet God's doing an incredible work. When we get back, we'll unpack more about what God's doing with the little people, the untouchables, the lowest caste in India. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring two million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International, and he's the author of a new book called God's Global Grace Movement, Hope Arising from an Awakening in India. And what we see is, is going on right now in India is there are these well, what we refer to as little people that are in the lowest caste, led by a man named Pastor Singh, who are starting this incredible movement of the Holy Spirit. There are people that are getting saved. And we see, David, all throughout Scripture, God tends to use sometimes the underdog, the outcast, to do incredible work for the king. Now, what are some examples that you could point to in Scripture how God has used somebody from, not, not a king, but somebody from a very low caste or an outsider to do an incredible work? for uh, the ministry.
1: Yeah, Mark, um, you know, the ones that come to my mind, I'd love for you to even throw it here too, is uh, Moses was an orphan. Uh, He was raised by the oppressing people. Uh, Moses was a Hebrew and raised by Egyptians. Mm -hmm. And God raised him up to be a prince and then brought him all the way back down to be a shepherd and then raised him up to then lead the Hebrew people. So it was, Mm -hmm. you know, Moses felt totally defeated a little person, certainly, he identified with when he was literally in the desert, basically, for 40 years, leading sheep, living a simple life. Um, and then you know, for 40 years, he, he led the Hebrew people. Joseph was a slave, um, ultimately he was given to slavery by his brothers mm-hmm. in the Hebrews, now back in uh, Egypt, and was faithful in being a servant. But from being and then from being in prison, but then went to prison, even a lower place. So obviously, truly a little person in persuasion didn't have any family, didn't have any influence. And the Lord lifted him up supernaturally to the second uh, position in this in the most powerful kingdom on earth at that time. Phenomenal story. Uh, So God loves to give, you know, nice curveballs to our logic of how to achieve power, how to influence and beat a podcast of leadership. I think these two examples are great examples. Again, God lift up little people. Any, any people come to your mind, Mark, that you want to throw in as a uh, nominations here?
0: Yeah. Well, there's, there's two people in the new Testament. Both of them had the same role that God did incredible things with. Uh, first one being uh, Matthew. And the second one being mm-hmm. uh, Zacchaeus. Both were, Both were tax collectors, and in the Jewish mindset, when we're talking about caste and talking about a low opinion, Mm -hmm. of people who who are uh, thought of it in a very low way, man, I can't think of anything in their culture at the time that would have been thought of as more offensive than a tax collector there was a lot to that it was more offensive than even our tax collectors uh, because the romans were so oppressing and abusing the jews that the people who were collecting taxes for the romans were just considered the worst of the worst especially if they were jews doing that and so i think about getting back to india india is exploding in size and yet they have this low caste, the dalits who pastor singh is a part of and yet god's doing an incredible work now in india we're about ready to see a population explosion uh, what are the latest stats on that david
1: well yeah they're uh estimated 1.3 billion right now about to hit 1.4 billion soon and to That's uh, overcome china is the most populous nation on earth Um, Hmm. And so as far as missionologists go that really look at where people are and uh, who's reached, who's not, Um, India by far, with not even close close second, is the most unreached nation on earth. And if you include the subcontinent of like Pakistan, Hmm. Nepal, Bhutan, um, Bangladesh, I mean, it's a massive need there of people who have never heard the name of Jesus. Just in India alone, Mark. There's uh, by the Joshua Project, they're able to count record 2,276 unreached people groups there. Uh, Now, unreached people groups, how they like to qualify that, are people groups that uh, have less than 2%. Of any uh, representation of Christ, of of evangelical representation. They see when it's that low, there's just not Bibles. Many times they even lack the scriptures in, in their um, language. By the way, that just isn't just unreached. It also is unengaged, is the next one where there's zero Christians known of, zero Bibles, any kind of outreach or witness. So, it, So that basically, if you add all that up, It interprets to be over 1 billion people in India have never had a clear demonstration and communication of the gospel, nor many of them ever even heard the name of Jesus or that scriptures exist.
0: Hmm. That's incredible. That's an incredible figure. Well, then that in addition to the fact that there seems to be a lot of hostility towards the church in India right now, specifically from the fundamentalist Hindus. What can you tell us about that, David?
1: Yeah, India is uh, the 10th highest Persecuted nation of the world against Christians. Uh, two of our church planters that uh, we've been able to assist and support were martyred uh, for their proclamation of faith in 2017. Wow. So India's had great difficulty. Uh, so this is the beautiful as we kind of, I know we're running out of time, so I think I'd yeah. like to conclude it with this thought, Mark. You know, um, getting back to the scriptures, God demonstrating his heart for the little people, the humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus was born. Um, You know, well, he was born in Bethlehem, a a city of low estate, uh, in an animal uh, stable to poor parents. They didn't have the offering of the regular offering. They had to give the poor offering of a pheasant at the temple, we're told in the scriptures. And then he's born into a town, I mean, raised in a town of Nazareth, which had a very low esteemed reputation. And and God chose all that Mm -hmm. to demonstrate the redemption of the world. So, why India at this latter day? Because I believe that God saves the last for the most. And now God is showing and demonstrating in dramatic ways of lifting up Indian workers to literally influence the world right now and the globe for the gospel. And in the next, you know, few caught podcast. i know we're gonna get more in depth than that but uh, hopefully we just wet people's appetite to to want more here
0: well i think the next step is that if you're interested in what god's doing in india you should go to som international's website that's spirit of martyrdom.com and pick up the book God's Global Grace Movement and you can read all about what God's doing in India. You can also subscribe to our newsletter there. The newsletter is in full color, comes out every month and it features stories from those who are serving on the front lines in the most restrictive areas in the world for the gospel. You can sign up there either at martyrdom.com or at our website which is at, at riskradio.com You can also help this podcast by subscribing to it, by sharing it with a friend or by leaving some comments we'd love to hear from you and if you have questions about what's happening in India or questions that you want us to answer we'd love to answer those on the program you can email those to us or if you send an audio clip we might even include that in the podcast lastly At Risk Radio and Spirit of Martyrdom are crowdfunded ministries we're supported as you sign up to be a monthly donor or as you buy books in our bookstore you can visit the bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com you've been listening to At Risk Radio for more go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.